three Tamas, Gimel Tamas, Tzadik, his praise, 422. The Rebbe said, Something you are not aware of is that in Germany the Zohar is not available. Even though it might be printed there, the Zohar is not available there. All the copies are sold in our regions. And it is because the Zohar is not to be found there that they go around dressed in the same clothes as the Germans. For clothes are the category of the makif, transcendent. And because of this, it is most important to take care that one's clothes are neat and clean. The Rebbe stopped in the middle of what he was saying and never explained the relationship between the clothes worn in Germany and the fact that copies of the Zohar are not to be found there. 423. Of philosophy, he said, The philosophers have indeed considered the greatness and exaltedness of God, and their speculations do point to the sublime majesty of God, a greatness which is beyond the power of thought to conceive. But they are entirely unable to deduce a single mitzvah of the Torah from all their speculation. Indeed, this is quite impossible, and this is why they deny the Torah so vehemently. This is the reason it is so important to avoid them. 424. The Rebbe took issue with the theory of Shemitot, cycles of time, as explained in certain Kabbalistic works. Each time he spoke of this, he would express his disagreement. The work Shari Gan Eden, which had recently been reissued, did not find favor in his eyes precisely because it is based on the theory of Shemitot. He once explicitly said that this theory was incorrect. We wanted him to say more about it. And what would be if I did reveal more, he retorted. Haven't I already told you enough of what is involved here? He did not want to say anything else other than to make it clear that it was not the way people maintained. And he said that the Ari also disagreed completely with the, these ideas. As for the question raised at the beginning of Shari Gan Eden, it is not really answered by the solution based upon the theory of Shemitot. Ultimately, even this solution requires our relying on faith alone, as it is forbidden to investigate what existed prior to creation. Is it not better, then, not to even start with this philosophical investigation, but rather to rely on faith from the outset? This applies to all questions and speculations concerning God's exalted ways and the creation of the world. He made this point time and again. Philosophical inquiries are forbidden. Faith in God is all that is necessary. The theory of Shemitot is also rejected by the author of Shivchei Ha'ari, who states that those who claim that the world was previously in the cycle of loving-kindness and is now in the cycle of fear are mistaken. The early disciples of the Ari's Kabbalah heard certain concepts from their teacher, and they incorrectly added the Shemitot Rabbi theory Nachman's on wisdom. their own. His wisdom, 183. The Rebbe once felt an abdominal pain after being outside. He said, I feel that I will soon receive money. It is written, and your bellies going out shall be like money. Isaiah 48.19 Shortly after this, the Rebbe received money by mail. 184 I heard that the Rebbe once said, As soon as a man enters and shakes my hand, I know his entire past history. He said, this is alluded to in the verse, From hand to hand his evil shall not be cleansed. Proverbs 11.21 That is, as soon as one shakes hands with the Rebbe, placing hand to hand in greeting, his evil shall not be cleansed. Everything was immediately revealed to the Rebbe. I myself also once heard something like this. The Rebbe spoke in an offhand manner, as if it were very easy to know another's past history from beginning to end. The Rebbe said, you can do this with wisdom alone, without any special degree of spiritual perception. 
You can grasp much from the way a person speaks. If you know how to look, there are many other signs. You can also recognize a sexually immoral person by his nose. You can tell whether or not a man's faith is pure by his belt. There are many other such signs. There are many cases in which the Rebbe told people things they had done when the they Aleph came Bet to book. A righteous person, A. 37. One should not stare at his teacher's nakedness in the bathhouse or in any other similar situation. 38. There are times when two tzaddikim are on equal par, yet great mysteries are revealed to only one of them. You should know that the reason the other is not shown is because his merit is needed elsewhere to protect others. 39. It is better to draw close to a tzaddik who is compassionate. 40. In the merit of attending to the needs of a great person, one is saved from death. 41. A person who issues a halachic ruling in the presence of his teacher deserves to die, and by right should be bitten by a snake. He is called a sinner, and should be removed from a position of status. He will descend into hell childless. 42. Once you've made certain that the source from which you draw wisdom, namely your teacher, is blessed and fitting, don't substitute or exchange it for another. 43. Each person should behave in a manner consistent with the blessing given to his tribe by the patriarch Kutemu Haran 1, lesson number 239, on the great importance of peace. 1. As a result of conflict, it is difficult for a person to pray and to speak words of holiness. Therefore, before praying, a person should accept upon himself the positive Torah commandment of love your neighbor as yourself, Leviticus 19.18, in order to evoke love and peace because speech primarily emanates from peace. 2. All words come from heat, and a person who has a lot of holy heat and fervor tends to talk to God a great deal. See more in this lesson in the Kutay Moharan. Lesson number 240. 1. All influx of bounty comes only through the true tzaddik. Therefore, a person who is far from the tzaddik has his bounty come to him only with great difficulty to the point that there are people who, even when they do succeed in drawing down some degree of wealth, then die as a result. What is more, in some cases their wealth is lost too, and it does not even remain for their children. All this is a result of being far from the tzaddik. However, we sometimes see that a person draws close to the true tzaddik and he subsequently loses his wealth. This is because he sees something more precious, namely, the light of the tzaddik, which is more precious than fine gold and pearls. And even though he himself does not consciously see, his mazal sees, Megillah 3a, and his mazal then casually throws away the wealth. How much more is this likely to happen when a person merits to feel on a conscious level as well that being close to the tzaddik is more valuable than all the riches in the world? Then certainly he will not pay even the slightest attention to money, and he will not desire wealth at all. Lesson number 241. 1. When a person is beset by the forces of strict judgments, God forbid, and another person comes along and begins to oppose him, the strict judgments then depart from him. This is because the person has greater power to take vengeance than do the powers of judgment. See more in this lesson in the Kutay Maharan. Therefore, a great tzaddik who looks out for and works for the betterment and rectification of the world will sometimes oppose another tzaddik intentionally in order to remove the attribute of judgment from him but afterward he acts with compassion toward him and does not make that other tzaddik suffer Rabbi Nachman's stories, The Seven Beggars, The Second Day. 
I said to the others, actually, you need me. You cannot go there yourselves, as you have already seen. You stay here. I will go with the messengers and help the land. I went with them, and we came to a city in the land. When I arrived, I saw a few people come and begin to tell jokes. Then other people gathered around, and they told jokes, giggling and laughing. When I listened more carefully, I realized that they were telling obscene jokes. One made an obscene remark, and another would repeat it in a more subtle fashion. Some would laugh, another would enjoy it. I then went to another city, and saw two people arguing about a business deal. They went to court to settle the affair, and the court ruled that one was liable and the other innocent. However, as soon as they left the court, they once again began to argue. They said that they did not like the decision of this court and wanted another court. Since both of them wanted to try the case in another court, they chose another one. But after the case was tried, one of the people began arguing with someone else, and these two chose another court. The place was thus full of strife and argument. The people needed so many courts that the entire city was full of courts. Reb Letters, Year 1, Letter Number 176 Think carefully and remember well everything that we discussed. The Rebbe already hinted at everything that is happening to us now. Recall how I told you in our discussions beforehand that enormous barriers will inevitably face everyone. Come now and gaze upon the works of God. Who would have believed that Reb Shimshon ben Mordechai would go through everything that he is presently facing? He was the apple of his father's eye and his father-in-law's as well. Not a single barrier stood in his way or in the way of any of the young men in Breslov. I talked with them about this so many times that a few of them were inclined to face obstacles. Well, they got what they wanted and more. May God say enough to their suffering and to ours and may it all turn into good. May God send salvation and may I return safely to my home next week. For God's sake, write me a clear response regarding all the above immediately. Do not forget to write the letter to Cherine that I talked to you about. Do it right away if you have so far been remiss. Do not delay any longer. Tell me of the welfare of my whole family as well as that of our comrades. Tell me in particular about the righteous Adol may she live and about her son and daughter may they live. Tell them to be sure to send a letter to Kremenchuk at once. Peace, life, and great salvation for you and for me, as you and I, your eternal friend forever, desire. Writing tearfully, but also a little joyfully, and waiting for God's salvation at all times, I see his miraculous acts of salvation every day, but I await complete and total salvation very, very soon. Nassan of Breslov. Greetings to my wife, may she live, to all my family, and to my son, Reb Shachna, may his light shine. I received your letter and was pleased, as I am with all those who have written to me. I thank them for the past, and I request for the future that every single one of them will write me in his own hand, according to the truth and good in his heart, until I am able to return safely home. Nasan, as above. Greetings to the house of the righteous Adol, Rabbi Nachman's daughter. May she live to the house of the Rav, Rab Aaron, may he live, to all our comrades and to my friends, the illustrious Rab Yoel, the son of Rab R.Y., and Rab Shmuel Tzvi, may their lights shine, even though I heard that one of them signed something for the side that is against me. While he certainly acted foolishly, I know that he truly loves me and my affection for him has not waned. God willing, when I return home, we will talk about it. Greetings, too, to the illustrious Rab Matya, may his light shine, and to Rab Litman and his brother Rab Yakel. They too should regret what they did against me. But God is my hope that everything will work out, 
and that our covenant of love and peace will never be annulled. Nassan, as above. Be sure to send this letter with a trustworthy person directly to my son, may he live, in Tulchin, for I do not intend to write him this post, and you know that his soul yearns for my words. Therefore, be sure to do as my son Reb Yitzchak wishes in this matter. Nassan, letters, as above. Year 2. Letter number 433. Now, my son, really fortify yourself to grab hold of your thoughts, however you can. When you are transacting business, put your mind to that. Let it all be with joy and without anger, sadness, worries, or depression. While praying, force your thoughts into what you are saying and bind them to the words with a tight, mighty bond. Even if you have to pray quickly, just keep your mind from extraneous thoughts. And even if your mind does suddenly steal away and flies off to wherever it does, forcefully grab it like a horse by its halter and return it to the holy words of the prayers. Even more so, when you are studying, keep your thoughts on your studies. And here it is easier, since after all you must understand what you are studying. Do not be concerned in the least over what else might happen to you. The main thing is to keep yourself from doing any evil. I have already spoken extensively about the power of the Elder of Holiness, who himself said that, even if he were to commit the greatest possible sin, it would still not cause him to fall. After sinning, he would still be righteous, just as he was before. It is only that afterwards he would repent. Tzaddik, number 453. I intend to travel tomorrow, God willing, to Teravitsa, and from there, in his kindness, God will lead me to Cherin for Shabbat Nachamu. I will probably be receiving letters from you there, May the Master of Compassion send salvation, and may He allow me to hear good news from you. May I also merit to hear good news about our merchandise. Thank God the pain that I had is already much better by His kindness, but I still need God's salvation for it to heal up completely. Most important, though, is the spiritual cure, and that is joy. For if we would just be happy, all the foolishness that we talked about above would automatically disappear. But how precious are your kindnesses, God, that we heard the story about the one who has the power in his hands to cure the king's daughter and to remove all the arrows from her. Rabbi Nachman's stories, the seven beggars. Her entire cure is joy, which is generated by the ten kinds of song. Ashrenu, how fortunate we are, and how fortunate you are, too, that you are not an opponent of a marvel such as this. The words of your father, waiting for salvation, Nasan of Breslov. Greetings to all our comrades with Shemot great HaTzadikim Shivim Zekenim Mishevet Reuven Chanoch Karmi Palu Eliav Nemuel Zakur Mishevet Shimon Yamin Yachin Vitzochar Veohad Vishau Venimri Mishevet Levi Amri Chanania Natanel Yedaa Ben Sisri Umosha Algabehen Mishevet Yehuda Serach Vidan, Yonadav, Uvitzalel, Shefatia, Venachshon, Mishevi Yisachar, Tsohar, Uza, Vigal, Palti, Vaodniel, Vachagit, Mishevet Zvulun, Sered, Veilon, Suri, Ahaliav, Elihu, Nimshi, Mishevet Binyamin, Seniav, Kislon, Elidad, Achituv, Achiel, Matanya, Mishevet Ephraim, Yair, Yoezer, Malkiel, Adoni Ram, Achiram, Susur, Mishevet Dan, Gedalia, Yigal, Achinoam, Achiezer, Daniel, Saraya. Mishevet Naftali, El Yochanan, El Yakim, Elishama, Sumchus, Zavdi, Yochanan. Mishevet Gad, Chagi, Zarchi, Keni, Matisyahu, Zacharyahu, Zayet Ra'anan.
Mishevet Asher, Ashur, Shulomi, Shemuel, Shalom, Shechanyahu, Achiyahu. Reb Prayers 2, Prayer Number 8. Help me come close to the true tzaddik, who has already attained the sound of this song, so that he is able to admonish us and your entire nation, the Jewish people, arousing a good fragrance from the Garden of Eden by means of his beneficial rebuke. May he have the power to transform our sins to merits and raise us from pollution to purity, from the mundane to the holy. May he draw onto us the fragrance of the Garden of Eden and strengthen our nefesh, ruach, and neshama with strong and proper holiness. May he subdue all of our enemies and persecutors. May he break, destroy, subdue, uproot, and nullify the heel of the side of evil, the heel of the wicked Esau, which is the sustenance of the body. At last, may we all completely break the desire for eating and drinking, which is the sustenance of the body, and intensify and strengthen the sustenance of the soul, which is the good fragrance of the true fear of Hashem. May the verse be realized, Hashem is my shepherd, I will not lack. May we eat and drink in great holiness and purity on the level of the sustenance of the soul. As the verse states, the righteous man eats to satisfy his soul. May the true tzaddik wage war on our behalf against Og, king of Bashan, subduing, breaking, uprooting, destroying, and nullifying from the world the husk of Og, king of Bashan, together with all of the husks and sides of evil in the world, which are the pollution of the serpent that pursues the weak members of your nation Israel. Hashem, you know that we have no power to withstand these enemies. Please have pity on a poor and needy nation, on those as weak as we are today. Arouse the heart of the true tzaddikim to wage war on our behalf against all of our enemies and persecutors in both the physical and spiritual realms. Purify us from all uncleanness, in particular from the blemish of the covenant, so that I will not be removed and ejected, heaven forbid, from the holy camp of Israel, from which all those who are unclean, in particular those who damage the covenant, are sent away. Please, Hashem, you who are filled with compassion, have compassion on me and elevate me soon from uncleanness to purity. Purify me so that I will shield myself by means of my mind and intellect against all salacious fantasies and desires. May my mind comprise the three barriers stretched out against these fantasies and this desire, until I will truly attain the holiness of the covenant. Bring me into the holy camp of Israel. May we realize the verse, Your camp should be holy. At last, may we attain the food of the soul and subdue the food of the body, so that we nullify the body to the spirit. May we truly serve you with fear, dread, awe, and love, in accordance with your goodwill from now and forever. Strengthen and heal the holy lungs. May our lungs and those of your entire nation, the house of Israel, always be whole, physically and spiritually, and always function in the proper balance. In your compassion, rescue us from every type of lung disease and from all diseases in the world. May the holiness of all of these matters that I have mentioned before you grow stronger and be drawn onto us by means of the holy lungs. Rescue us from the vanities of this world, from its empty breath, from the futility of delusion. May we rectify all of the vanities, all of the empty breaths of the world, purifying them, elevating them, and transforming them into breaths of holiness by speaking genuine words of Torah and prayer in great holiness and purity in accordance with your goodwill.